Welcome to Dudes with Beards, Episode 7. Uh, I'm Joe, and I'm joined today by uh, my esteemed co-host, Matt and Darren. The uh, live video broadcast you're seeing is being streamed from our Facebook page, uh, if you're watching us live. Facebook.com slash DWB show for those listening audio only. And the video recording will also be up on our YouTube channel in the next couple of days. So just search for uh, Dudes with Beards podcast uh, if you want to watch the higher res playback um, on YouTube, uh, probably the next day or two. Um, and also you can follow us on Twitter, at the, which is at DWB show. And uh, some exciting news. Um, we uh, are, Our audio-only podcast can now be found on Podbean. So if you're on Podbean, check us out on there. Just search for uh, Dudes with Beards podcast. Uh, we're also uh, listed on iTunes as well and uh, Spotify. So all you can just search with search for Dudes with Beards podcast, and you should be able to find us on all those platforms. We uh, we have Google Podcasts um, submitted, but I have not seen those come through yet. So hopefully that'll be um, can onto, we, onto, sorry. Can we can we ask the yeah. phones to to play our podcast? Does that work? Uh, yeah, you should be able to. Sweet. I mean, if, then how can you just say that? And I think so. I to, uh, she who should not be named and, and iTunes yeah. and, and once, uh, it's on the Play Store. Yeah. Should work. Um, with that, on today's show, uh, we've got, uh, six different topics. Um, just briefly for those, uh, that are on the audio only again. Uh, we've got, uh, Microsoft closing all stores permanently. Uh, Ford Motor Car Company introduced the all-new F-150. Um, there's a new electric pickup truck coming uh, out of Lordstown, Ohio. Uh, NASA says the SpaceX Crew Dragon module uh, that's currently attached to the ISS is generating way more power than expected. Um, the states that drink the most beer in America, and there's a map that goes with this. I can't believe we were 24, <laughs> having all the, all the breweries we yeah, have so close. Um, and then your smart home devices could all be about to stop working, and we're going to tell you why. So those are, those are our topics for discussion. And before we get into that, uh, we're going to uh, just open it up and you know, kind of tell you about what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. Um, and before that, uh, we are drinking a cocktail tonight. And then uh, Darren also brought a special treat um, on the cigar side. So you want to talk about, uh, that Darren? Uh, yeah. Last weekend I went to, uh, Louisville to visit my sister and my niece that's getting ready to have a baby. So of course, you know, when in Louisville, you got to go to every liquor store, which is like every mile, mile and a half, if that. So, uh, Buffalo Trace is kind of hard to find around here. Uh, pretty much when it comes in the stores, it disappears, but it was like eight, eight, bottles wide and 10 deep or 10 bottles wide and eight deep almost every store it was crazy so i actually went to kroger uh because we were just checking out seeing looking for rare bottles or whatever something somebody had put back and then uh i found these buffalo trace cigars so tonight we're drinking buffalo trace mules and after the podcast we're going to smoke buffalo trace cigar hills to the yeah yeah america this is not sponsored by Buffalo no. Trace in any way. But, I wish uh, it was. <laughs> give, me some, give me some Blantons. Uh, 
you know, shoot us an email at uh, dudeswithbeardspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in sponsoring the show. <laughs> um, and with that, um, what have you guys been up to the last couple of weeks? Work. Work? work. Yeah. yeah. Lots of work. Any fun Being essential. Any, any fun stuff? Uh, had a great Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, you got some good stuff, man. Yeah, What'd I got some really good stuff. So uh, when we had your guys' party, uh, mm-hmm. I borrowed my neighbor's golf cart. And he kind of made a nonchalant that he wanted to sell it, and they offered him a thousand dollars. And so when I took it back on Sunday, I had eight hundred in one pocket and two hundred in the other, and just uh, I was like, he's like, "What you got in your hand?" I said, "Oh, eight hundred dollars." And he's like, "Man, I gotta spend a lot more than that to uh, replace this." And so I pulled the other two hundred out, and now I have a. I have a new golf cart. So that was kind of like my purchase for my uh, Father's Day gift. So, But my wife did an excellent job. She actually got me a, because uh, I'm we're doing the bar right now downstairs. So she actually found a Blanton's uh, barrel yep. at some random uh, knickknack store in Wilmington. Yeah, I think we showed a picture of it yeah, last time. Yeah, yeah. And that was so that she, was like yeah, a, that was an early yeah because she gave because she she was tired of having it in the back of her car, <laughs> but uh, she also got me a vegetarian uh, uh, grilling book, which I've made one recipe out of it and it was eh, but I don't think I had the right spices. I mean, because kind of substituted some of the stuff, and then uh, uh, she got me a whistle pig stave to mount in the bar, and then what else? Oh, so. I think she did this as a joke, but uh, there's a company out there called Ballsy, and we'll we'll have to pull up the link for it or whatever. And it's just, it's like a, a body wash all over thing, but it's got some funny stuff on the uh, <laughs> on the labels. <laughs> got to keep those parts clean. Yes, just, sir. Just paint the picture. You you can we, we you can see it. I know we did. Matt, how was your Father's Day? It's good. Spent the morning with. My mom and dad, and the evening with the in-laws. So yeah, wasn't too bad. Anything? Uh, anything else exciting since uh, last time? I mean, I know we had our wedding thing. Um, you know, I think it was the Saturday. We we did this on Thursday two weeks ago, right? Yep. yep. And we had our Saturday our thing Saturday, which I think that went pretty well. It turned um, out awesome. It was a fun time. Um, hopefully we'll get some pictures soon from the photographer. Yeah. Share some of those out on the uh, on the Facebook page. Um. I got a, uh, so I did, you know, me and April, we don't, we don't buy a lot of gifts for each other, even like Christmas and stuff. We'll buy some little things here and there, but, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of dropped some hits, I think even on the last podcast about the arcade one up cabinets and <clears throat> went, uh, unabetted. So, um, we went out, um, we went out Sunday and we were just, uh, running some errands and just stopped by, a uh, a, a place and they actually had, uh, they had, uh, I was going to go get the, uh, the uh the golf um, why can't you ever I, I don't it's know golden tea i don't know why it's like because you don't associate that name with golf for, right for whatever reason but, right yeah i was i wanted to get the golden tea which they had but the box had been opened the interior boxes had been open and i was mm-hmm. just like and then they had big stickers on it that said you cannot return this to the store blah blah, blah. so i'm like i'm not gonna buy this but they had the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh four player so i ended up getting that one and I did a uh, unboxing video on that. I still need to do a review. Um, 
I'm waiting on one other thing before I do the review on it because I think I told you guys right in the middle of the LCD screen protector, just a really thin yeah. piece of plastic, there's like a defect in the plastic. Mm. It won't come off. It's like almost like a burn mark or something, and you can't really tell it when you're playing the game, but if you look at it when it's off, you can see it. So I emailed support. Um, they emailed me back like six hours later and said, you know, just uh, uh, send us a copy of your receipt, blah, blah, blah. I did that, and they're supposedly shipping out a new one. And I went on the site because you can buy it. Uh, you can buy a replacement for it in case you get scratched or whatever. Um, it's like 15 bucks. So see how long it takes. Because I'm, I'm going to put that in my review, too, about having to deal with the support issue. And well, It sounds like they uh, did pretty good, pretty good yeah. job. Um, I know the, the early uh, versions of some of those that they put out, like the Gen 1 and even some of the Gen 2, there was a lot of um, QA um, issues with them. And then a lot of people had support issues. So I think they've made that better, at least my experience so far. And then, you know, about a week later, um, I, uh, I, I found the uh, 40th anniversary edition Pac-Man arcade one up, which it has like six Pac-Man games um, and uh, Galaga, which I really like Galaga. And they have a Galaga cabinet, but it's one of the first gen ones. And just don't know how, how uh, you know, well it's going to be built and things like that. But this Pac-Man one came with, uh, it's got a light up marquee. The actual deck with the controls lights up, and you can change the LED colors on it. Cool. And it came with a uh, themed uh, Pac-Man stool to use for it as well. So, yeah, it's like it could be become a new a new addiction because there's like the NBA Jam, and there's some other ones that I still want to uh, get. All I want, tea, but all I want is make sure you get Contra and Dig Dug. I haven't seen Contra uh, Contra yet. I did see. I think there's one uh, one of them that may, might have Dig Dug, and I think there there's one that's getting ready to come out that has um, Golden Axe. Oh Remember yeah, Golden Axe. What about Cubert? There is a cube. There's one that has Cubert. Yep. Um, yeah, they're, they're really cool. Um, they're really well built. At least these newer generation generation ones that I that I have. So um, that's been pretty cool. So that's really the only thing I've been up to, and um, you know, since uh, last podcast. Cool. All right. Anything else before we jump into our articles for today? Uh, just with uh, July 4th coming up, remember, be safe, because this is probably the last weekend that some person out there is going to have all of their digits. <laughs> Got any of them whiz-bang, whiz-bang? <laughs> what, how does it go, the Joe Who's, Dirt? Husker do's, her, <laughs> Husker don'ts. <laughs> what was the whistling kitty something or other? Oh, I need to go back and watch. I haven't watched that movie forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get that in there before I forgot about it. Right, yeah. All right, the first topic of discussion for today we had is the, um, so Microsoft, uh, Darren, you posted this one. Mm -hmm. uh, they announced that they're going to close all retail stores, which, you know, you guys were saying, I, you, I don't, you said you never been had been to one, Matt? No, I, yeah, I had and not I, been to one. I didn't either. That's why, that's yeah. why I posted it because they, it, I mean, what did it say? They had 80-some stores and I'm, yeah. And I've never seen one. Then you said, you know, there's one in Kenwood and one in Columbus. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I could count on one hand how many times I've been to Kenwood Mall. And, <laughs> and those times were uh, once to walk around the Apple store just because uh, the Cheesecake Factory had to wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was the, the, they were trying to, I don't know, maybe they were trying to rival the, the Apple stores a little bit because it, it definitely had that same vibe to it where you just had like all the tables in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it was more like they had the surface, their surface laptops. They had, you know, all the Xbox stuff. Um, 
then they had some of the other like partners that they would work with, like uh, the VR. They had VR headsets and things like that, different things in and out. But it, it was cool. I mean, I would I would go through there every now and then. At, I went to the one at the Kenwood Mall a couple times. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't. People don't go to that like they do the Apple Store. I don't think you know. Yeah. Also, they, they wouldn't do repairs. You think? Like, I think on they site did. they didn't have like a. I don't remember them having like a Genius Bar type oh, okay. thing. Um, I don't know. It's like. I've had to go to the Apple store at the Kimlin Mall a couple times to get my work Mac repaired when I had a work when I had a Mac. And like it, it's just that whole process and you know, you go in, they check you in, sit you down. I mean, it's just it's just really they've got it down pat. And mm. I don't think anybody can really replicate that as well as they can. So yeah. and eighty stores, I mean, that's not I know. Not a uh, lot. In I mean, the grand scheme of things, no, it's not a lot. But it was just surprising to me that they had eighty stores because I yeah. like Matt me and we were like I guess it's just a West Coast thing, and then you know, he, he did a little Google search, and boom, you know, there's two stores within an hour, hour and a half from us, and yeah. But you know, a, as things shift, I mean, pretty much everything has shifted to online purchasing. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually went into a store other than like a convenience store or grocery store, because uh, I just get on Amazon and, and it's at my doorstep in two days. Yeah. I mean, especially with everything that's going on the last few months, I mean, that's yeah. pretty much everything. And and I think, I mean, that's kind of what they alluded to in the article. They just said that, you know, everything shifted to online. Well, yeah, of course it has lately, but that doesn't mean that it, I mean, I guess they, they just figure it's a good time. They, they more than likely are probably already thinking about this. I'm sure right. it, it maybe the foot traffic was already down or, or whatever, but, um, yeah, and it just says, you know, most of them had been closed anyway because of the pandemic. Um, and it says four locations will become experience centers to showcase technology but won't necessarily sell products. So mm-hmm. I guess it, so. those are probably – I figure like New York, mm-hmm. L.A., Chicago yeah, big, maybe. Yeah, places that everybody flocks to. Yeah, because at one point – so they, they estimate that they reach 1.2 billion people every month through their online stores. Yeah, it's got to be way more. Than yeah, because, I mean, you know, think about any brick-and-mortar store. You know, they have to pay for that that store. They have to pay, yeah. you know, extra taxes. Employees. Employees, and, and then, you know, that cuts into when you do it all digitally. I mean, like, I mean, there's a lot of people that run their business through Facebook now, and, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so easy to get your name out there. So why not? I mean, there's no overhead. Yeah, and I, and I don't think that. Like, I don't need to go touch an Xbox or a Surface per se. If, I mean, if I, I, you know, you do enough research watching videos or whatever, you, you're probably going to know what, what you want before you go into those stores. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, people go in the Apple store and they play with the latest tech and stuff like that. But I think most of, when you go in an Apple store, I'd, I'd say most of that focus, they're probably trying to sell you like all the accessories and everything to go. You are probably already know what you're going to get. And then they're going to tack on like the cases and the mouse. All that, yeah, all that other stuff. That, the case go with it but you probably already know what you want when you go in there more than likely but, yeah um, well apple we want uh type c chargers uh no. yeah did they say that didn't they wasn't there a rumor the next phones were gonna I have guess. well the 12s i mean there's been here here and there stuff but n- I, nobody's mentioned anything about the new charger yeah good lord son you put this on put silent on silent Sorry. <laughs> getting blowed up over there i didn't know i was that popular uh, only when you're busy. Yeah, that's it's the only time my phone rings when I'm busy. And they say that um, 
you know, closing the stores, it's going to cost them about $415 million in taxes. So, uh, but they said that it'll be a smart and strategic decision long term, I guess. But I wonder why it would cost them that much in taxes. Maybe they have to pay, I mean, what would they have to pay in taxes to close know. the store? Payroll taxes, maybe? Maybe. Or, I don't know, maybe they had some kind of contract. I, I don't know. That sounds yeah. kind of weird. But that's, I'd, I'd like to have $450 million. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the next topic we have up. Let me switch back over here. So Ford announced, um, and I think did you guys watch the whole video? Uh, I watched I most s- of it. I skipped um, through it because there was only so much I could take of Dennis Leary. Yeah, that was kind of weird, wasn't it? I mean, he's been a spokesperson for them for a long time. But, yeah. But, uh, you, you would know. think, like, with everything going on, they would be like, you know, because the guy's pretty, well, he hasn't been lately, I guess. Right. But, oh. At least not, I haven't really been following him, so I don't know. Right. Yeah. But I thought, like, because you, you posted it and you were like, you would jump to the end when they came out. Right. And then I seen, I think I posted something else about the, um, the tailgate. Yes. Um, because they're going to put, uh, contractor, contractor forward. Yeah. They're, it's more for, I mean, because, I mean, the F series trucks are the most, sold trucks in the world. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, and they're, uh, they were talking about, you know, people are using these as mobile offices and in one part in here, you know, the console flips the other way. The, the, the whole gear shifter lays down and creates a workspace for them in the center of their, their, their truck. I yeah. mean, wow. if I put that picture in here. Not yeah. The... I mean, the only thing I really cared about is the new hybrid, uh yeah so it was it a hybrid yeah, version yeah it's a hybrid version but n- no all electric yet they didn't no. they still haven't announced anything no. as when that might might come out and you know there was talks that we did a, a couple episodes ago about uh lincoln pulling out of the electric part of it but you know ford and rivian yeah they still have a huge investment in them, right. right i mean what they give them 500 million yeah, it was it was because it was millions yeah amazon, i know amazon gave amazon them a bunch seven. And, and then they re-upped again when they did the, the uh, thousand vehicles. delivery vehicles. But you know when they estimated a seven hundred mile per tank of gas, I mean that's huge. I mean I get I get probably in my I got a five liter V eight, and I probably get about seventeen miles a gallon. So I get right around four ten four fifteen miles out of my tank of gas, which you know that's pretty good. And I don't I don't stay in sport mode all the time but it is fun to kick it down every now and yeah. then well, this is really cool like yeah. look at all those freaking outlets and is yeah. that 220 yeah on the that's top? 220 yeah it's pretty crazy yeah <laughs> yeah it's like stuff like that that was really cool um liftoff type power um then they were talking about um yeah there's that yeah three, there's the boost three five three point five liter power boost v6 mm-hmm has 7.2 kilowatts of out, available hmm. output. I wonder what kind of battery size and stuff they're going to have. I don't know. Are they using are they using Rivian's uh skateboard so, design? I mean, partially I and Yeah. I don't know if they would be able to do that with an engine, or would they? I mean, probably just some kind well, of like, un- like under the mid, back seat or mid mount. Well, that I mean, they have to have a decent sized battery to be putting out that kind of voltage for That's a work site. Yeah, the new the new interior, the infotainment screen, and everything. Okay, well, yeah. what was the power wall? Was it fifteen? 
Yeah, it wasn't it was much, right? Thir- it was like 13 usable yeah. or something. So like thir- 13, 13 something. usable. So you know how big a power wall is. Yeah. So, yeah. so it probably Put could it on, be under, under the back seat or under something. Under the back or seat or in, the bed in between or, the cabs. Yeah. On the other side where it, actually they could probably put on the other side where your gas tank is to balance the weight. Yeah. It's just crazy that a power wall is that low compared to, I mean, most of the Teslas are what, 100? Right. <clears throat> yeah, but there's those, those things you're moving a very heavy vehicle yeah. and stuff like that Look too. Look at that dash. Yeah, that 12 inch, 12 inch touch. Yeah, Sync 4. Because um, yours has uh, Apple Play and yeah. all that on it I have, now, right? I have the Sync 3 with the. Uh, 3. I think it's an 8, 8.5 display or something like that. Um, and mine's a 2018. So mm-hmm. I already already uh, messaged my my Ford girl and was like, I want a black on black on black power boost. She was like, well, when they come out, how long's your lease for? And I told her and she was like, well, that'd be perfect because, you know, I only have a year left on my lease so yeah. she can just trade me right in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I, I must not have put a picture of the uh, the fold down center console. Where yeah, that you, I mean, was you could awesome. Basically, put a full size laptop and yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the tailgate was like my my favorite part. Yeah, like, was it um GM? Was it the GMC that had like the split tailgate where you yeah. could fold it down and make it into a step or a C yeah. or. But yeah. Th- yeah, this is like next level. Like, it's like, um, I mean, look at the pencil holder over there, yeah, and the tablet, <laughs> the tablet holder. holder, and the clamp, the yeah. clamp mounts, and um, but I mean, well, it's 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 super cool. But it's basically all they did was just that the panel that goes on the tailgate is right. really the only thing that that was. It wasn't a huge change. Like, you know, they could have probably done some other stuff, I guess. But and they might, you know, I mean, this it, was just. Does the Rivian have something special with its tailgate? I can't remember if there was. I can't remember. I haven't. It's been so long since I've actually uh, looked at any Rivian stuff. I mean, I belong to a couple groups on Facebook, but nobody posts much anymore about them, or I haven't visited them in, enough that I got into that algorithm where it just don't show me the stuff anymore. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like the cleats for the clamp, clamp pockets, they call it. Um, work surface, pencil holders, and a ruler are oh. optional. Huh. So I wonder if they're just going to like print. Well, yeah, isn't it printed kind of yeah. like, yeah, I see it right there. Yeah, for the uh, people who are watching the video. Um, mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems like, in my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but for the longest time, it seems like vehicle innovation has been super slow. Like there hasn't been like a whole lot of leaps and bounds. Yeah. Like when hybrids first started coming out, yeah. But until like the electric vehicles and Tesla and things, like you just don't see like, a real big jump in the innovation, but I think we're seeing it. We're going to, they have to, right? I mean, right. we were just yeah. talking about the Tesla sales and they just posted their Q2 delivery numbers and they ex- exceeded everyone's expectations. And whereas I think I was reading, they said like Toyota was down Toyota or one of the other big, the big ones, one of the big three, I think they said they were down 33% in the, in the same period that Tesla exceeded um, you know, everybody else is all yeah, the right. analysts and everything's expectations. So it's like, at what point do the, uh, the shorters, they give up like, and you guys see, so the stock went over $1,200. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's yeah, just that's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. That was a quick jump in a, just a few weeks. Yeah. Makes me kick myself for not buying it when I had a chance 10 years ago. 
<laughs> well, I mean, we can say that about a lot of stocks. I know. Right? So, I mean, Amazon. Yeah. Google. Google. Oh, God. Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. My, uh, not MySpace. Never mind. <laughs> not my space. I, I thought for? I thought they. I thought it's where the, I met my wife on MySpace. Really? Yeah. Huh? Did you know that Facebook has dating now? Did you guys see that? What? What? Yeah. Um, Keith was telling me that. Uh, um, I think he was just checking it out or something, but I didn't even know they had that. Yeah. There's probably a lot. Maybe of maybe your status has to be marked as single. Maybe. Or. or Maybe if it's complicated, it'll they'll suggest something else, like some counseling or something. But no, I, I didn't even know they were doing anything like that. Farmersonly.com. Uh, is that still around? Yeah, I think so. There's some wild stuff out there. Yeah, you were talking about innovation, though, Joe. It's it's definitely been stagnant, but I think the big focus over the last, I don't know, at least eight to ten years has just been style. You know, yeah. you you got a lot of style changes in cars which is fine but you know there, there yeah, needs to be some innovation along with those and they also changes. on the style changes been throwing it back to yeah. i mean look at what chevrolet did they went and had that Dude, cheyenne that, edition with well, the silver the, the new oh, silverado God, is gorgeous i can't stand the new silver like no it is so ugly. i like it I it, like that. Do you like it? Have you it, seen it? Yeah, it's it, all right. It looks like that uh, one cartoon guy that like his face is all messed up and his nose is up here. And what? I'll find the meme. I'll show it to you later. Oh, is it too boxy for I you? I don't. I don't like the front end. I oh. do not like the front end. I was gonna say because you can't say it's too boxy because you said you liked the G or did you say the G wagon was ugly? Oh no, like, Liz hates the G wagon. Uh, I would, say, I would rock. You can't a G- say you like a G wagon. <laughs> I would, I would like rock a G wagon so right now. <laughs> I would, I would be all over a G wagon. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my neighbor down the street has a new Silverado, and then I was a um, uh, a customer yesterday and um, at lunch, and he had uh, a, a black one. Everything was um, tinted and. You know, all the chrome was deleted, man. Yeah, it was, I think it was sick. I think if it if the paint matches, it's just that ugly chrome. I mean, the GMC looks a little bit better than the Chevrolet one does, but mm. it's just something about that front end I just do not like. Now, from the side, they're gorgeous, and I mean, I'm tried and true Chevrolet, but yeah. I drive a Ford. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time you had a car breakdown? Well, I I don't like other than I, like I, a tire. I I lease my vehicles and I just turn them in before I have to well, replace tires. That. Like when can you even remember the last time you were broke down on the side of a road? Uh, probably about 15, that, that 15 wasn't a 18 tire years or ago. Gas. Can you remember? Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's just the reliability of modern vehicles are is pretty impressive. About twenty twenty two years now. Yeah, I mean, unless you're driving a twenty twenty five year old car. I mean, even and even some of those, depending on what they are, are still crazy. Yeah, depends on if you take care of it. Yep, I agree. All right. Or you just trade in before you have to put new tires on it. Whatever. <laughs> That's how you roll. Uh, yeah. You guys decide what you're doing with that yet? Uh, she's She wants to just keep it for now, so I guess I'm putting tires on it. Yeah. Great job. Keep it, keep it, keep it. This thing, uh, talking about trucks, so. Yes. I moved. Uh, I, I swapped your articles, Matt, so we can talk about this one right after. Oh, that's fine. Fifty. Um, so there. This is. Was it which plant was it in Lordstown? Was it a GM plant? The Chevy plant. Yeah, one it was it? a Chevy. It was yeah, a Chevy plant. 
So they bought it. Uh huh. And is uh, endurance? Is that the name of the company, or just is this the name of the vehicle? No, I believe that's the name of the company. It's on the endurance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the name of the company and. The truck is going to be, I guess. Well, it'll be a model, probably some kind of model, right? Does it, does it say what the model is? See, I I thought when it, or no, Lord, it's Lordstown, it's Lordstown Motors, Motors, right? Is that what it is? is? The yeah. truck is called the Endurance because. Uh, so they're guy, from Lordstown, Ohio, and then that's the name. A guy at work kept saying, "There's this new electric vehicle," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I, and I totally forgot about this. And I, you know, it's just one of those things that you don't hear any or see anything about mm-hmm. and it only pops up every, like that like that freaking S- semi semi from yeah. from, Cri- from Daimler it's yeah. like where wh- you know we follow this stuff a lot and we can't even keep up with it it's just crazy yeah yeah and it's like they're not there's no way they're all going to make it there's just not enough funding and mm-hmm. everything else to go around but we need as many as possible for yeah, who who backed them you know who uh, invested in the Lordstown? Yeah, I don't think it's to said. buy that. You know, old plant. We should have put to, in to uh, change it up to make this truck. Like, how how much of it needed to be changed up, or how much was it still left? Yeah, there was a couple of pictures you know, and stuff in the article. I mean, they pretty. I mean, they're going to have to redo pretty much the entire. I mean, that's they can't, a huge investment for yeah. for what. Pull up their website and, and see if we can build one. Well, and the, this is just a rendering, right? They haven't actually shown anything yeah, in person. Dude, if that's close to production, Tesla's yeah. got some competition. Well, yeah. it, I mean, it looks really close to a Rivian, too. Right. Uh, the front ends, I like the front end a lot better on this than the Rivian. Right. But the, I like the, the side the side uh, detail and things like that. It's just got some really clean lines, um, and it's not super boxy. Um I mean, it's got a really. I like the stance. It's got yeah. a really nice stance. It's hard yeah, to tell if it's actually going to have a truck bed, though, or if it's going to yeah. be unibody, kind of like Rivian and the Cybertruck. But yeah, is it going to be a mid-sized truck, or is it going to be, uh, you know, like like the Rivian is going to be in between like a Tacoma and an F one fifty in size, mm. you know? And that's and that's like, you guys saw my Snapchat the other day. I mean, I have a full size pickup truck, and I only have a five foot five inch bed because you know that's all you can get you know carrying a 16 foot board home is not uh very feasible in uh these newer vehicles yeah i mean heck unless you get a special order one you just can't get a bed. well the super duties you can get eight foot bed but you know who wants to pay nine hundred dollars a month for a truck or 70 you know when i got my oil changed the other day at ford because they owed me one so, uh, you know, I was looking at the Super Duties there, and it was gorgeous. F-350, diesel, you know, ever, the whole nine yards. You know, $82,000. Oh, God. I mean, I paid $66,000 for my first house. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Did, we didn't look up them last time. Uh, time we looked we? up. Roger and... Uh, God, what was the other one? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but it says in the article. Man, get out of here. That, that's looks, got, that looks pretty real. That looks pretty real. Is it, though? I don't know. Because they can, they can still be rendered. Yeah, they could do some 3D rendering with some reflections. Because well, it says on here, so this this was, you posted this earlier this week, right? And it says it was scheduled. scheduled so when the, when the 
It says General Motors plant in Lordstown. It went dark last year. Um, the startup uh, Lordstown Motors bought it, uh, and it, the the truck was scheduled to be unveiled unveiled Thursday, which was, was that today, or is that last? I think Thursday? it was last, last Thursday. Thursday. And it says uh, they're a symbol of industry wide shift towards electric vehicles. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of been talking about that and. Northeast Ohio's hope for a battery-powered economic rival. It's just crazy. Like, you have this there, and then Rivian's up in Michigan. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's this whole region is auto manufacturing anyway. Right. So, um, And they're expanding. Yeah, and it says they have ambitious plans to hire thousands of people back to the plant, which is cool. Um, and one of the selling points of electric vehicles, or simplicity, also means they require human hands to, fewer human hands to assemble. Um I you know I guess if you're using robots and things like that yeah so right um so they had so that plant the General Motors plant in Lordstown had ten thousand workers that's crazy yeah that is crazy that's that absolutely nuts that's well because it's union right yeah so union uh, auto workers yeah. whatever so you had to have a person for each little tiny job probably so. You know, yeah, and they talk about not, they interviewed. Not, uh, not that we're knocking union. I mean, no, I mean, but it's just you know, it's just that's just you just you just don't find that yeah. a lot now. I mean, yeah, they were talking to this Francis Turnage said they worked there for three decades back in starting back in 1972, uh, assembly to welding, um, and over the decades <laughs> that she saw the the plant transform as they slowly brought in more robots, replaced people, um, you know, which I mean, it, that's just that's the way it's gone um i mean that's what my uh brother-in-law does he he programs robots yeah i mean oh wow yeah. and that's that's something we haven't talked a lot about on the show or maybe not even at all about um you know retraining our workforce as you know more of these things become automated and things like that right i mean this is a perfect example of that but it's good to know that the auto industry is transforming and the more they, I think the more they embrace the electric vehicle momentum, um, and the more of these companies come back, uh, I think, um, you know, that, that's, you're going to have more jobs for people to come back and do those types of things. So it's good, right? I mean. Oh, absolutely. It's good. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it talks about the reboot and the reprogramming, um, so they're converting the old Chevy Cruze assembly lines. So that they can build the pickup truck, um, you know, of course, be batteries instead of uh, gas-powered. Um, I wonder. I wonder what their platform is. I mean, yeah, the skateboard design like Rivian has, or how, how many different variations can you have? Yeah. Though I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. All, all cars underneath all the skin is pretty much the same. Yeah, so, I know. yeah, I don't know how you can. I mean, are they going to be single motor, dual motor, quad motor? Um. I think it mentioned, you know, it talked about fewer moving parts. This vehicle has four moving parts. It's got to be the motors, right? Yeah. Says Burns compared to hundreds of thousands. Now, let's. It's got to have more than that. There has yeah. to be a fan for the AC. Yes. Well, I mean, come on. And, and yeah, if we're talking about powertrain, <laughs> there might be four moving parts. Right. You know, one one electric motor per wheel, but you still got wheels that move, <laughs> rotors, brakes. Uh, you got window brakes. actuators. Yeah, I, I, I think he probably <laughs> meant powertrain. There's like four moving parts to the powertrain, which is pretty. It's still ornery. way less, but 
You got shocks and struts. Just and, being ornery. I know. But, uh, yeah, when they say there's, I mean, because even Tesla has said yeah, stuff they, like that in the past. About, they said we have like eight moving parts yeah. or something like that. You get door hinges. <clears throat> you get stuff. Um, Where's Kevin at? How, how many actually? <laughs> Kevin, this is for you. How many moving parts are there on a Tesla? I don't think he's on, is he? No. And then uh, we're not cool enough for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I need it. We need to find out if this. If this will show up. Uh, oh yeah, perfect. So. Um, it looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. It looks good. really nice. Can we, but again, can we I, get a split screen somehow with the Rivian and then this and like yeah, back that would and be forth? Cool. Um, oh, click here to watch the live endurance launch. Oh, man. So it, was, it had to be today then. Or oh, it could have been recorded from last Thursday. Click on pre-order. Let's see how much of the so pre-order So we'll have to do this after the show. I don't want to, you know, people doing uh, audio only. Right. But uh, where do you see pre-order? It's the right. Big, oh, I see it. The big, one highlighted. Yeah, it's the big, huge one right there. <laughs> I don't think the TV's big enough for him to see. Okay. Well, I was looking on here, and it's cut, it's, it's cut That's off. That's it. I'm going to buy five. hundred bucks. <laughs> I'll just put it down right now. Shop pay? What is shop pay? I don't know. What? You can pay with your Google Pay? Huh. That's buying 10. What? You have to throw $100 a piece. But it doesn't. Okay, so let's go back. Yeah, so how much is it for one? That's the problem with all these, you know, they don't have uh, a set price. Right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's that was when in the snow, so that'd have been last winter. This got to be uh, that's got to still be a rendering, yeah. I bet. We'll see. We'll have to watch the thing. That's a pretty big plant. Six point two million grief. square feet. Of working space in that old. Wow. That look, is look at look wow. at the, look at the solar array over here. Yeah, that, I, I, hold on. Is that wonder, solar? Or is it that... looks like it. Yeah, I wonder if that's something they added or if that was there. I doubt that was there when General Motors owned it. I'm sorry, but for someone reason this picture of that ride with Lordstown looks so fake. Yeah, it looks like an overlay. Yeah, yeah it could be. Quit knocking on them. <laughs> Come on, man. Here we go. Oh, oh here we go. We go. Oh, they compare what? it to the Ford Lariat. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, but Lariat is way more expensive than that. Oh, okay, 71 total. So 52 versus 71. So they're comparing the endurance to the Ford F-150 Lariat four-wheel drive. Initial cost for the endurance, 52.5. F-150, 51.775. Five years owned, 20,000 miles per year. Electric cost per kilowatt hour, 0.13. Price per gallon of gas two fifty seven. I guess maybe if they're averaging that out over the last five years. But aren't they doing away with the federal tax credit? That's that was going to. Um, like, I know there's a little four next to. The I think federal some tax states credit. may still have it, but oh. I don't think Ohio does anymore. Because I know when with us getting our geothermal. Yeah, um, they were they were uh, getting, it, they were getting rid it, of it. It went from thirty six percent tax credit to a thirty one percent tax credit. And in 2021, it's it drops gone. down to 28, and then it's gone after that. 22. Yeah. So they so they got fuel costs listed, you know, 5,200 for the endurance. This is over five years, does it say? Yeah, yeah five, five years, years owned. Yeah. yeah. So fuel costs calculated by taking total mileage per year multiplied by kilowatt hour used per mile. So uh, 
So this is it says yearly kilowatt hours used multiplied by the cost. Per oh, okay, twenty thousand per year is what they're basing that on. Okay, that's because yeah, I drive that's, like that's pretty. I drive like six. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's pretty high. Like most leases are ten, right? So they should have probably done uh, it my, at ten. My lease was twelve. Yeah, they should have done it for ten or twelve. Twenties like that. That's easy because if you drop this all these in half, I mean, you're still gonna have what twenty seven hundred, twenty six hundred. Fuel cost for the endurance versus seventy one hundred <laughs> for the the Ford F one fifty. So mm-hmm. they probably could have done a little better with that. Megan said he she texted Kevin to ask him the oh, question, okay. see if he responds. <laughs> I wonder what that maintenance cost is on that Ford F one fifty over five years. That's it costs five thousand dollars. Oil change, tire rotations. I mean, would you need if brakes. You, if you I mean get, eighty thousand or hundred thousand miles is basically yeah, yeah you'd have to need get brakes, brakes and uh, first tune up. Because I know uh, I get the works package, which is uh, um, tire, covers t- all that tire rotation and uh, synthetic oil, and it's like. $46, but, yeah. and, you know, I, I don't change mine every 3000 and it's got freaking synthetic oil in it. And well, it's, yeah, least. If I it's don't, synthetic. Don't they tell you yeah, every five? Well, yeah, I let, I let my little computer on there say, Oh, you have this much percentage left. You better schedule your appointment. Cause that takes into consideration. Like you've been hauling stuff. Right. And- Cause when I first changed my oil, I had almost 10,000 miles on it, hmm. but now the next one, only it was like fifty two hundred, and, mm. and it was out. So I don't know if Ford screwed me and didn't put uh, synthetic in there. Yeah, on the last time because I mean, dude, I was absolutely peeved when I went out to my truck. <laughs> I was there for two and a you half said hours, there was dirt and... and they had oil on my seat, oil on my door. I mean, it was Crazy. it was bad, and and you know they, they they didn't even care. They took it back in and cleaned it, and it wasn't until I made my Google review. That you said they called you. Then they called me immediately <laughs> and gave me a free oil change. Yeah, and that could just be that location, too. Right. I mean, I'm, that's probably not indicative of all the right. dealerships, I'm sure. I mean, I've had issues with Toyota stuff at the Toyota dealership as well. I mean, it's like, you know, heck, I think they had to replace, like, a, a panel or something or something inside of a door panel, like a hatch panel or something. And, like, they didn't put all the screws back in. I'm like, they're just <laughs> screws laying in the... Oh, my God. Like, it happens, right? Yeah. I mean... This is pretty cool. Even if you take out the tax credit, the federal, so it's seventy five hundred dollars federal tax credit, which, I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure we don't get anymore. What right. if you scroll down? What does four say? What's the oh, uh, the uh, source irs.gov. Oh, okay, but it's weird because like you know, being from Ohio, they should know there's no tax right. credit. So even even if you take that out, so it's saying the difference over five years for maintenance, fuel, um, everything. Is nineteen thousand hundred nineteen thousand hundred seventy eight dollars less for the to own the endurance over a Ford F one fifty Lariat, um, but if you take out that tax credit, you're still what twelve? Yeah, yeah about twelve. Still, it's still a decent decent. Uh... But how many how many Lariats do they sell? Oh God! I mean, is what is is yours a Lariat? No, no. Is that I, another? Is that another above you? That's that's two above mine. Actually, I have a fully loaded XLT. So are so, they comparing this to the Lariat? You think because it's the uh, more well, in line yeah, with the uh, like with the luxury, right? And, uh, because the Lariat has leather and oh, okay. and it has some nicer features than my. But to me, I mean it. It's a truck. It's nice to have those extra stuff. I mean, right. I didn't even know some of the stuff it had on there until you know I made a phone call with my AC on high and it, it knocked my AC down automatically 
so I could oh, be, so you could hear so I could hear better on the on the call. It, okay. Yeah, it just blew my. I, I mean, when I first got it, I mean, I was making a phone call and it, I was like, "What happened to my AC?" And it cut it down like half. And then as soon as the phone call ended, it oh. turned it back up to high. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of like the adaptive sound when you're on the highway or right, whatever from the road right. noise. Four in-wheel hub motors. Okay. So that that that's, answers that's, that question. That's different. That's di- yeah. That's, that's totally different. Yeah. Instead of having uh, in a motor for so it's in-wheel, so. Mm. Here comes the question: Are you going to be able to put aftermarket rims and tires on that at all? They, yeah, because those can definitely be fewest moving parts. I mean, I guess those aren't technically moving. It, yeah. it has to be. I mean, they have to spin the the wheel. It has to be some kind of hub. Yeah, you have to be able to take yeah. the wheel off to change a flat to change the tires. It has to be some kind of hub. True four wheel drive. And the mm. Rivian kind of has that. I guess maybe not to this extent, depending on that tech. So I wonder if they're going to have like a different uh, setting for each one. You know, like my I have that ten speed in my F one fifty, and I have a normal mode, a tow haul mode, uh, snow and ice, or a rain and rain and uh, snow mode, econ mode, and then sport mode. Yeah, and it treats every one of them different. I mean, I even you know when I put it in sport mode, it just the truck is totally different than it is when econ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it says um, range is two hundred fifty plus miles. So, mm-hmm. and they, that, I'm sure by the time it comes out, that could be better. Right. Um, if, charging time if it ever comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So charging time, depending on the level of the charge. So level three DC is as little as one and a half hours, or 0.5 to one and a, 1.5 hours for level three. Just depends on what you're plugged into. Um, seating capacity five, four hub, six hundred horsepower. Custom in hub motor brake. So that's so another. That's another gonna, new one. Yeah. Well, it's going to kind of be like Tesla. Tesla's pretty. The Model Three is a a one foot drive because of the region. Right. So. I like I like how they just lock you out of mile per hour. Yeah, eighty miles per hour, top speed, software governed. <laughs> so you you will absolutely if you go to to anywhere that is seventy mile an hour legal zone, you will get run over. We would have when we went That's to North true. Carolina. Uh, I was in well, aren't, some, aren't what's the top highway speed seventy five? No, or is it eighty? And no, there's a there's a couple places out west where there's no speed limit. Yeah, no posted. So right. I wonder Nebraska, if the, if the software will know that based on where you're driving I, I and let know. you go faster. We I, hope so. I hope so because when we were in Louisville, I was doing ninety down the highway and getting run over. Huh. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, like just to get around some trucks, I would pass them, and then all of a sudden, cars just. And I'm doing 85, you know, Holy usually usually cow. I'm I'm 10 over no matter where I go. Yeah. So it's 70, I'm doing 80. And I would have to do like 85 to get around some trucks. That's crazy. And there's other people passing us like we're sitting still. <laughs> wow. Eight-year battery warranty, three-year bumper-to-bumper. That's a pretty good battery warranty. Got those 20-inch rims. Though. I just want, like, I want to know what kind of, what. I mean, are they just using the same battery tech everybody else has been using they up to this to. point, or do they? Yeah, they absolutely have to. I mean. If not, they should have sold that tech to somebody else for, you know, yeah. crazy amounts of money. Oh, that thing was driving. 
truck on the outside. Okay. There we go. So. Revolution on the inside. So kind of a skit, I guess similar, but not yes. exactly the same. First ever all-electric in-wheel drive system built for work. I just don't know how something that small can create that much power. Well, it's a direct drive. Yeah, but I mean, what is this thing? Because you have you have no loss if it's if the motor is actually in the wheel. There's no loss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Like, we'll have to watch that video and see. Right. Thousands of moving parts, four moving parts. So they're just talking about the drive chain. Yes. They're talking about that. Okay. Yeah, then that's understandable. Like you've got the uh, 75 mile per gallon equivalent. Okay. Yeah. They're, 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 breakdown. they're, sure. they're not talking, they're not uh, taking into account people doing hole shots every time they uh, <laughs> hit the accelerator. <laughs> To their yeah. governed speed of 80 miles an hour. Yeah. It's going to be some really boring race videos. Yeah. Well, I'm sure uh, there'll be people hacking them immediately if they ever come out, like you said. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're. Uh... Huh, what? So, yeah. Two. Get out of here. 4,400 pound flip. Why is there a difference? Is one front and back or. Can different you, models. I don't know. Can you make it two-wheel drive and then four-wheel drive? But no, because it said it was all-time, all or all-wheel drive. Let's see. 30. 30 minutes to recharge on a fast charger. Getting mm. out of here. Whatever. Well, who was that that came out and said they had a five-minute charge uh, a while back? Was that some kind of new battery tech or something? I don't remember. 150-mile battery range. I mean... I guess that's probably, I mean, what does your truck get a tank of gas? Uh, almost like 430 miles. And mine's like 360, so I don't know. I think 300 is probably where they need to be. Yeah. Again, this looks animated. Yeah, that's animated. <laughs> 20, yeah, we'll, we'll have to watch the... 2021. So. Yeah, we'll have to well, go, just, back. go ahead and put your $100 down on it. <laughs> what was the fleet down there? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to check that out. Yeah, we'll look at it later. Sorry, we're rambling. Uh, next up, we had uh, Matt. You posted about. Uh, I think we were talking about this on Slack. Um, is it just the yeah the, the amount of solar power that the uh, the the Dragon module was generating yeah. um, was way more than they expected? So, I don't, I don't, is, like, is it something to do with the solar panel? Where, where does the calculation go wrong that you you miscalculate a hundred and fourteen days off? Like yeah. Like, no one was like, oh, we're going to be mean, closer it, to the sun, so yeah, the panel's yeah. going to make more power. Like, Is that what they said, though? Well, I don't think it came out and said that, but it's just, oh, they can stay 114 more days. Like, how are you off that far? I, I don't know. Is that why they said they would be up there 30 to 90 days? Yeah, maybe they, they didn't sure know. Huh. Maybe this was the first test. I mean, math can get you so far, but real... <laughs> You know, think about it. Math got these two men to the uh, ISS. Yeah. I know. So, so you know, that same math calculated, oh, how much power is these solar panels going to make? I think it's going to be this much. And they're off by 104. I, I don't understand. Like, uh, how the, are you the, off? Plus, I mean, the ISS has panels. Right. So. But unless these ooh, are new. They put Tesla panels on the ISS. 
Maybe maybe it was just uh, 10, solar 20, roof. 21 gigawatts. Solar maybe, roof. Yeah, solar roof. It was a solar city. Put solar city panels. <laughs> it's some new revolutionary panel. We just they're not telling maybe, us. Maybe it's the the panels they were talking about putting in your uh, windows. Huh? Maybe we'll see this panel on top of a Tesla soon to help charge it while you're in the parking lot. Well, yeah, remember that video the guy did? He built that trailer. Yeah, but I mean that was super yeah. slow. Yeah, charging and things like that. Yeah, but I think those were like Harbor Freight panels. Yeah, well, no, he ordered them off Wish or something, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> Wasn't that the whole thing? Is <laughs> like, so. can I make? And they were like really, they were like super flexible, so you had to reinforce the frames and stuff. Uh, yeah, so it says you know. Of course, after they launched the astronauts, uh, Bob and Doug, uh, the crew dragon capsules being put through its paces while locked to the station, docked to the station rather. So far, it's exceeding expectations, doing extremely well. Uh, Steve Stitch, NASA commercial crew program manager, told reporters during a press conference uh, reported by Space.com. It says, in fact, the spacecraft solar array are performing better than predicted, according to Stitch meaning that it could technically stay docked 114 more days, way past its planned return date, when uh, Benkin and Hurley aboard uh, on August, with Benkin and Hurley aboard on August 2nd. So August 2nd is when they're planning on coming back? Yeah. All right. That's crazy. Need a, need a shot of this whiskey out of the bottle? Yes, I think uh, the water just, <laughs> water wasn't cutting it. It was just uh, stuck in my throat right here. And it says they're uh, so they're planning to stuff two additional ISS crew members into the module. What? So they were all, they were going to bring people back from the ISS. That's cool. Was that? I don't remember I, seeing that. Did I you don't guys? either. Alongside two crew Dragon pilots, so they were going to bring two back. Now they're going to bring four, or this is two additional, as part of a habit habit had a habit uh, habitability test to see what the experience will be like during future missions. I don't know. We saw that little like walkthrough they did, uh, just showing them inside, the, you know, the dragon. That's gonna be tight. Yeah, with four people in there. Because I thought it can only hold four, right? Yeah. Or was there like seats behind, above them or something? Uh, I don't remember. That'd be cool. Yeah. So August second is what it's saying. That, that, that's when they're gonna come back. So a month from today. Hope that reentry goes real well. I'm sure it will. Definitely I mean, be watching that too. Yeah, maybe we'll do a watch party. I mean, um, oh yeah, we got we yeah because I mean, that's going to be the first time it comes back, and I mean it's right. going to what it's going to have the parachute. Well, they did the test already. I just hope they calculate everything about the return, you know, <laughs> better than they did how long <laughs> it can stay in space. Maybe maybe that was a different division. Uh, let's hope so. <laughs> they had the interns working on the yeah. solar calculations. Yeah, it was like. Eh. You know, we'll just give this uh, to the interns. They can figure yeah, it out. because when they said 30 to 90 days, I'm like, how can they not know? Yeah. I, I, yeah, you would think you have to know everything exactly because there's only so much finite yeah, but, resources or but, whatever. But how long has the ISS been up there? 17 years? Yeah. Something? Yeah, a long time. Now, I've, I've, just, I've just now got back into following space stuff just because my excitement was uh, taken away nine years ago you know so yeah, yeah but what solar panels are up there how old is the tech on the oh solar panel i mean you know what i mean look well, how fast true. look how yeah. fast the the silicon changes that's and true. these new solar panels are thinner more productive so closer may, to the sun man yeah maybe they didn't <laughs> know i mean once you get out of earth's atmosphere think of think oh, of how yeah. many rays you're getting yeah 
And those old solar panels, they might not be able to calculate it till they actually did a real live test. Right. So that's my two cents on it. I don't think it was a mathematical error. I think it was, let's see what this does. I mean, that thing, if you look at it, it's covered all the way around. Yeah. Did our camera freeze again? Yep. Yep. What? Yes, it did. So you can't see me doing this right now? <laughs> I don't know what uh, where it froze. Oh, man. We're having technical difficulty. Doesn't matter if you're listening, though, right? Right. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the camera. I had to restart. Uh, let me see if uh, I'll wait till that switches, and I'll see if I can fix it. Here. I think it was the... Uh, It was just a video capture device itself. Let me see if I switch it. I don't know, maybe it's that uh, cable or something. Please bear with us one second. Uh, I think it's because it says Canon up there, not Nikon. So my, my internal camera's fine, which we don't want to use that. No. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> well, we're getting the ceiling up there, too. Switch back. To yeah, we move locations. Well, they're not going to see that, so. That's just saying. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, we'll have to uh, remedy that, hopefully. Um, could be a cable. I mean, I, the, it's kind of hanging there, so I don't know if it's getting loose or... Um, they're not dropping... Yeah, we haven't dropped any frames or anything, so it's just... Maybe it's the cam link. Yeah, we need a... Bom, 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 whatever. You remember which one that, that one is for the technical... We need technical difficulties. <laughs> nope, that's not it. <laughs> there we go. It's the sad trombone. <laughs> Well, good transition point. Yes. So our next article, um, uh, which I I think we I posted this a while back, uh, you know, not too far after the last podcast, but it has some pretty cool uh, info in it. Um, and it says uh, America reportedly drinks about six point three billion. That's gallons of beer every year. You know that number's going down this year a little bit though. It's got to. I think it's going down. Well, yeah, there's no ballparks. It. There's no right. there's no outdoor recreational you stuff. Remember, you remember all those videos people posting yeah, about the recycling jogging, guys, jogging, <laughs> jogging on the street. I guess people were just drinking it at home instead. Yeah, of, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it'll go down. You don't I think, think it's it'll go stay, down? I think it'll stay the same and maybe even a little bit more. What? I think people are drinking more because they don't. They know they don't have to go anywhere. But oh, they're also getting six hundred extra dollars a week <laughs> so, in unemployment right now. That's I a don't lot know. of we'll that's a lot see, more beer. We'll have to see when they update this. You know, next time or whatever. But uh. And it says, so this data is coming from the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. So, a, uh, uh, I don't know, a, what are they saying? What are they trying to say? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's like, <clears throat> so do they just ask people or, I mean, they would I have to, ask. right? Um, and it me. says beer consumption per capita varies significantly by state and region. Yeah, that's understandable. It's, they probably got the math down on this one. Yeah, I thought it was funny because they said Mid- Midwesterners, which that would be us, drink more beer than those in other regions, while Northeasterners drink the least. However, New Hampshire residents drink by far the most beer per capita of any state, likely due to there. the state's unique lack of tax on alcohol. Meanwhile, Utah unsurprisingly drinks the least amount of beer per capita as predominantly as the predominantly Mormon state largely abstains from alcohol. And this is from, so Vine Pear uh, is the, who, who published this and they have a color coded map that shows the uh, the consumption. All this and this was for 2018, so it's you know I'm sure it takes a little while to right. co- compile this or whatever. But and, and just think about that. That's just beer. 
it did say something about uh, was it ethanol or I don't remember, but yeah. So the color coded map. I mean, if you're on a if you're watching the video, it's pretty cool. It breaks down. It's got like a legend of um, you know the states that drink the most. And so is it is it based yeah, it's on hard population to... age fourteen and older? Where do you see that? Oh, it says it right there. Based on population ages. What? So are they asking 14 14? year olds if they drink and put it? Why would I you mean, even include that? Oh I mean, my I get, God, I get, that's I, funny. I guess. I don't know, man. That's that's a little. Uh, it was hard to see on my phone. It's much better on this yeah, monitor. Yes. So, hmm. yeah. So it, and there's also it breaks down. It has the list, and it also has the uh, the states that drink the most beer by volume. And this one was so you per got capita. per capita. Yeah. Um, and then by volume, so there's a l- little bit of change. I mean, look at Texas yeah. and California. Yeah. Um, so there is a little bit of change based on that. That's that Shinerbach up there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then it ranks all the states, um, and has the. Uh, so did they break the? I didn't. I didn't go through. I I just searched for Ohio, and I was like, we're twenty fourth. But did they uh, break it down into because that's gallons of ethanol per yeah, capita? Yeah, so they got gallons and eth- uh, gallons of ethanol per capita. Um, so Ohio is twenty four yeah. at one point one zero um, gallons per person. Uh, I guess what's capita is capita yeah, is per, per person. person. And then the other metric was. Looking uh, so, looking for uh, this was a uh, gallons overall. Oh, so the, we're seventh on that. Yeah, right. so per person we're twenty one, twenty four, twenty four. But over for the state, we're two hundred thirty seven million, million gallons. That's that's of crazy. Beer. Um, the data largely mirrors population ranks. So yeah, I mean that's you got crazy. bigger st- the bigger states. So you got California's number one. I mean they have a lot of people, right? Right. But look at that, 727 million gallons compared to our 237. Yeah. And then Texas, Florida, New York. Yeah, the bigger states, more people. Yeah, makes sense. Going to have the higher. But uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. You, pretty, you would think Michigan would be a lot more because it's uh, just a depressing state. What? Why is it a depressing state? <laughs> just There's a lot of good breweries in Michigan. There is, you got there the is, lakes. Yes, founders. Yes, founders. founders yes. Uh, Hopcat. Hopcat. <sighs> Crack fries. The, the the crack fries. Oh man, those were um, so good. What was the uh, the the one that the brewery that does all the sours? Um, I brought the big bottles from. I still got a couple of them. Um, Jolly Pumpkin. Yes. Oh yeah. They were, yeah. That place. Yeah, they were right across from New Holland or New Holland. Mm-hmm. Is up there. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Shut up. Home and Dragons time. Milk. I, I was talking more like football, college football. Everybody watches sports ball, man. I, I know. I don't either. I was just throwing <laughs> that out there. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. I, I did like. The, did you guys see this little blurb at the very end? You may not have seen yeah. it. It says the the data uses an estimate of average ethanol content of sold or shipped beer into gallons of ethanol, pure alcohol, and in, in, in um, parentheses mm. uh, before calculating per capita consumption estimates. That's what they used, and it says for this data, the alcohol by volume value for the beer is point zero four five. So, Jesus. what is that? Four and a half percent. That seems pretty low, especially when you take mm. some some of these breweries pumping out 10, 12, 13 yeah. percent beers. So I guess that's probably an average. Like I mean, that's bait your lager, right? Loggers are gonna have something similar to that. Like right? PBR. 
Mm. Was PBR about four and a half? Yeah. I'm half. sure like Budweiser, Bud Light, I mean, most of those are probably going to be. Five, two. Four to five, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. The last one we had up for today, gentlemen. Um, so I posted this uh, the other day. It's from Tech Radar. It's talking about how your smart home devices may all stop working. Um, and the reason why is basically, um, so every every device that connects to the internet or connects to a network and, and needs to be updated, whatever, um, almost everything, I'm pretty sure everything nowadays should have a, some kind of security certificate mm-hmm. or, or, you know, embedded into that hardware or the software or whatever. Um, well, those, sec- those security certificates have uh, a lifespan. Um, it could be three years, could be five years, could be 10 years, whatever. Um, most things are around, I think, five. Right. Um, and if you don't update that software or the firmware or, or whatnot, those security cert- certificates may not get updated or wherever they registered to may not be updating them for whatever reason. You know, whether that be like uh, their their platform service, like, you know, Sam, whether it be Samsung or Google or Amazon like those devices report back to something, a server, and they may be pulling down new certificates as the old ones expire. But mm. so that's what they're talking about. So if you have a device, like some kind of IoT device, whether that be like a baby monitor or a security camera or a doorbell or, you know, it could be anything, right? Um, a garage door opener. If it's connected and it's a smart device in quotes, um, it it probably has some kind of security certificate. And if that expires, it's just going to stop working because it, it it can no longer authenticate. And yeah, but who doesn't who doesn't update all our firmware and? But well, didn't well, what so, if a company goes out of business or well, a service a service goes? I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of that in what we're doing with like Home Assistant. Yeah, you know they're building their own security certificates into it, so you're still running it on your local. Uh, but those like, still have an like expiration I, date, right? I have lifetime. I have lifetime certificates built for some of my stuff. Oh, is that something you generated? I generated, yeah. but mm-hmm. that lifetime certificate's only seven years. Yeah. Huh. So, oh. and that's because <clears throat> there's a reason there's a life on those, right? Right. I mean, you don't want it to let live forever because things are going to get updated. There's new encryption, yes. new new uh, authentication tabs, technologies, whatever. There's a reason those have a life on them. And like a lot of the things that I used to do as a, a systems administrator, like every website, every 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 website or every service, every application that you use has a security certificate or a root domain certificate. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of them have more than one certificate. So if right. any of those expire, it breaks. Yeah. And those have to be updated and, you know, things have to be done. Just like updating a computer or, or something like that. A lot of that stuff has to happen too. But so this, and the a point that I wanted to make about this is that, um, so it talks about like Android um, and Nest and Google. Um, and then it talks about secure socket layer, which is SSL, which you may have heard. And that, that's a the protocol that a lot of these devices use when they communicate. And it's a secure protocol and, and for the most part. But the, the point I wanted to make about it is if when you're looking at buying a new device, whether that be a, a security camera or a doorbell or baby monitor, whatever, you got to be careful because if you buy some knockoff, you know, real cheap brand, um, 
or even if it could be like a really well, name brand thing, there's always a chance that it may not get updated. And did, now you're going to be at risk. What did Lowe's sell? Wink or something like that? Yeah, and then they ended and, that. And then so, they ended that. And then, yeah. you know, if you had your original receipt, you could take it back to Lowe's yeah. and they give you a refund. But, you know, I, I have, my dad had some and he gave them to me because he didn't like them. And luckily through Home Assistant, I was able to generate my own local SSL for it and was still able to use that that mm. one uh, uh, I, th- I think it was just a regular outlet switch yeah and it and it was talking about on here um, so Roku so several channels on Roku not Roku itself but some of the channels that are published on Roku suddenly stopped working on May 30th and then the company said that anybody that were that was affected, they needed to update their device. So the Roku device itself had an outdated security security certificate, so mm-hmm. it needed to be updated. But what if that platform is no longer supported or being updated? And, right. And uh, so that, I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, when you buy something, it's gonna have a it's gonna have a, a lifetime. And if you buy something super cheap, you you maybe you maybe not always. I'm not saying so, if you buy something cheap or an off brand thing that it's going to have an issue, but could have a higher percentage of having an issue than if you bought something from Apple or Amazon or Google. Wise. Wise. I don't know, man. I'm I'm on the Wise beta, and I've been having a heck of a time. I'm thinking about getting back off of it because I have stuff. I, I stayed with the regular one forever. And just because I wanted to do some some RSS feeds and stuff mm-hmm. uh, through my local network on my home assistant, and I went to uh, crap. I can't think of the name. Test Flight. I think is the name of the app that that you use, so you can get into the beta programs. For wise. For for uh, anything, huh. it's it it uses that as an installer. Um, I was on uh, when we had the outlet for Arlo, which was the oh. pulse ox meter and everything. I was on a, a the Netgear. Is that Netgear Arlo, is Arlo? No, Netgear? no, no, no. Oh, you talking about Arlo. Arlo, Arlo my had son. a pulse ox. Right. Like and monitor. it's called outlet. And it goes Old it's like outlet, a little sock like on their sock, foot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my uh, my niece had one of those for a while. Yeah. So I was on a test test program for that, but my wife kept the original one. I never really had a problem out of that one. But ever since I switched over to the beta on Wise, my cameras drop out all the time. Yeah. I'm ha- consistently having to, like, I reset my network yesterday. And I had to go through and manually unplug every one of my cameras to get them come back online. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, this is stupid. Because, you know, you think, you, I'm not knocking Wise. They make a great yeah. product for 20 bucks. You know, and thirty that for their do. their pan. But if you're using it for security purposes, I mean, if in all reality you should have a wired local local yeah. local storage because the wise cameras they go down. I mean, you know, your internet goes down. Guess what? You only have local recording if you have a a micro SD card in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's. I think that's just something you just got to think about that. Like who thinks about updating the firmware on their security camera? I mean, unless it's, I, it's, I do. Yeah. But if you have, if it's part of a system, right. 
and the software it makes it easy to do like like my um my ubiquity stuff i can go in there and it pops up and says there's a firmware update or whatever click a button it rolls through updates them all and they all reboot good to go but if you're using some just one-off like baby monitor with a camera or something in it you're not going to know when there's right. an update. I mean, you, you, oh, yeah. especially like if you have to plug it into a PC over a USB cable or something, people aren't going to do that. So it could just stop working or it could become a potential issue for, that could get hacked because yeah. now it has an outdated security certificate and it's easier to get around and bypass, whatever. So just be aware. I mean, and, and another thing that this talks about too is like um, it talks about CA root certificates. So CA just means certificate authority. So there's some like major certificate authorities out there who provide root certificates for, you know, websites and things like that. You can do like internal CAs. Some companies have internal CAs that they do for internal stuff, but you have to register with a certificate authority if you have a public facing application or a website and things like that. Mm. Um, but what they're talking about is like, you know, it's been about 20 years since we started encrypting that stuff. Wow. You know, when the web started really picking up, um, and some of this stuff is it has already expired or is going to uh, expire any day now because you know that that stuff came around around 20 18 20 years ago so you just got to be aware um and it's not just the devices it could be the services or they're just not getting updated the way they should so especially with a lot of IOTs i mean how many iot devices do you have in your house i mean uh, about 140 dozens, <laughs> dozens i mean <laughs> It's 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 not hard to fathom that one of those could be out of date, right. or, yep. and it just makes you more vulnerable if somebody wants to try to hack in or well, and or and not. and the the thing for me, I I try to like monthly open up my, you know, I have most of my bulbs in my house are smart life bulbs, which are is based on a Tua design and whatnot, right. so you know. I don't use any of that because I use everything through Home Assistant, so I hardly ever open those apps to know that I need to update. So I got right. into the habit to where at least once a month I open them up, and they'll pop up and say, you know, there's firmware. But but most of the time, you, in most of the newer apps, you can check a button that says automatically update. Yes, that way you don't have yeah. to worry about it. Always, you know. That's just the easiest way, right? Just let it automatically do it. If it breaks, then well, it well, maybe it was time to replace it anyway. Right. But and and that's one of the points of the article too was that we need a universal set of like IoT and smart device standards, security standards, just to make this easier because people don't want to deal with that. No. I mean, yeah, we you know we'll deal with it because we're you know we like the tech and messing with it. Most people they don't they don't want to think about it. No. They just, yeah, they wanted to just do it just, just update, work right so. So is this what happened recently with Sonos? Is that what their big stink was with I, the? I think yeah, because first gen or whatever. Yeah, and it just happened with um, Philips Hue, the first gen Philips okay. Hue bridge. I think the first uh, maybe it was oh, sometime right. in read, June, right? I did read about that. Yeah. It's no longer supported. Yep, because you know that hardware, and I think that was more of a hardware mm. supported thing, but. As they add more functionality and newer features to their newer bulbs, um, the the older bridge just doesn't support that because it's just you know it's it's just an older format and an older gotcha. platform. So, um, yeah, I mean it's good that things evolve and you know it's it's so just you know if you have a lot of IoT uh, like little things that you have apps that connect to and things like that. I mean just if it says that there's an update, 
update it. it. Yeah. <laughs> don't put it off. Don't because, put it off. Especially in the next couple of years because there's a good chance that that could include a some kind of security or root certificate update that that you're going to need and so you're not vulnerable. So. Yeah, I have 23 apps for my sm- <laughs> for smart home for stuff. For smart home stuff. <laughs> and that's one of the the main reasons I went to Home Assistant. Right. That way I could put it all into one location, but you know, it's just and even that has its own things because every time, I mean, it's just constantly updating with that stuff and there's breaking yeah. changes and then you got to mess with it and you know, I don't do as much as I'd like to. I mean, there's some pretty cool stuff these people are doing that are way smarter than I am. Uh, you know, tablets on every one of their walls, and their their layouts look gorgeous. And oh yeah, but I bet they don't have an awesome patio in their backyard they built right. by themselves. That's right. Probably not. Probably but, not. You know, or a uh, Blanton's barrel. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think I may have mentioned it to you guys. I don't think it was on the podcast or anything, but just the industry I'm in, like some of the predictions, are, they're saying that. Over the next five years, there's going to be more apps written in the next five years than every app that's ever been written. Jesus. In history. What? Yeah, you think there's a lot of apps now. What? They say that in the next five years, there's going to be more apps than uh, than exist. Ever. That's just created. hard to wrap your head around. Like 400% like change. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yes, that is ridiculous. Oh, my God. All right, fellas. That's all of our uh, articles. Um, any closing thoughts before we end? Wish everybody a happy Fourth of July. Yeah. Stay safe, America. Don't uh, don't tape a bunch of uh, sparklers together with electrical tape, and uh, you know, light if, them off. If, Why not? If, it's fun. <laughs> if you do tape it really, really, really good. Use a and lot get of electric. Back. Yeah, you got to use a lot of electric. And and step way back, <laughs> way back because it will leave a divot. Yes, it goes a bang. <laughs> but leave that one that one sparkler up, so that gives you enough runtime to get away from it. <laughs> Not that we're saying that you can do it or anything, but just uh, I've never seen Darren run so fast <clears throat> since I've known him. Yeah, since you know me, I was pretty fast in football back in the day. 20 some odd years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, I miss football. I'd probably take one one snap and one hit and yeah. die yeah. today. I don't know. I think I could last at least two quarters. Two quarters? No. no way, dude. <laughs> two, 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 da- uh, two downs. <laughs> you know, maybe one full set of downs. Yeah, maybe. Some big boys out there, man. Yeah. Good have, grief. Maybe I could call three timeouts in that uh, <laughs> that time. Any uh, closing thoughts, Matt? No. No. All right, everybody. We wish you a happy 4th of July. Um, please take some time and uh, be with your families and loved ones, things like that. Enjoy it. Um, hopefully you don't have – everyone doesn't have to work too much. Um, you know, there is a lot of people – we do have to work over the holiday. My wife's one of those. So um, we're thinking about you guys. Um, and just remember, um, you can find this replay on our Facebook page. Uh, it'll also be up on our YouTube uh, here in the next day or two if you want to watch it in higher quality. Um, we don't have enough followers on Facebook yet to get 1080p, so you know, spread the word. We need more people to like it. We need to get over 
think a hundred likes, um, and a couple of a couple of other things to get uh, 1080p. So you guys can do it. Come on, I, I haven't we, looked into it to see what, what yeah, all we, we need. Push push it out there to help us out. Um, but if you want to watch the 1080p version, it'll be up on YouTube. Um, you know, in the next uh, day or two. Uh, and then if you just you want to listen to the podcast only, uh, we greatly appreciate that as well. Like I said, we're on we're now on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, soon to be on Google Play, hopefully any day now. Just search Dudes with Beards Podcast. You'll find us on those platforms. Um, and then follow us on Twitter if you're not already. Uh, you can do that at searching for at DWB Show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, have a safe and uh, happy holiday, everybody. Thank you. Bye. See ya.